Good day, everybody. This is Scott, your co, your host of Cue the Smoke with my co-host, Tommy, out of the UK. How you doing, Tom? Good, thanks. Hey, today we don't have a guest. It's just going to be me and Tom talking a little bit about how the season's going so far, kind of our opinions on what we've seen, um, how the podcast is going, and we'll just kind of take it from there. We'll let it see how it goes. So, um, we had this conversation a while ago, and I know I was skeptical um, of what the team was going to do. We had Coach Lowry on the show. Um, everybody got fired up. Everybody was excited. We started the season with a loss, a loss, and people started scratching their heads going, really? Although Tampa Bay, we really didn't have much hope going into it, obviously. Most people were like, we'll be happy to come out of there with something. Um, and then we tied Louisville and it was watching that match and watching the energy from Mark, the coach and hearing him on the sidelines, um, something started to change with the team. And I don't know if it was just time on the pitch together and they started buying in, they started to understand the system, but we've been on a run ever since. Um, what have you seen, Tom? Yeah, I mean, the first two losses, um, we didn't know what to expect, really, the first two games. Uh, neither game was really good to watch, I suppose. Um, and yeah, since Louisville, it's um, we've been on a, on a roll, I suppose. Um, <laughs> un, unbeaten, if you take out the US, uh, the Open Cup game, we're unbeaten. Yeah. So since, since uh, Tampa... We're unbeaten since then, so yeah, keep the run going. Um, building a, a bit of momentum at home, uh, the mic, so that's good. And we'll carry it on tomorrow night against a Hartford team who I think are winless. Yeah, still. they're bottom of the so, table, I think. Yeah, I yeah, thought. yeah. But so it's a great chance to get another three points on the board. Yeah, and we obviously we should win that game against Hartford, but we have to be leery of mailing it in, so to speak, um, because it's sport, you know, and Hartford's going to fight their toughest. They're going to come out here, try to make a statement, whatever the case may be. Um, talking to another photographer, and it was interesting. He, he shoots for Nouveau magazine. His name's Matt. He's British. Real cool guy to talk to. And we were talking the other night and he's like, yeah, these are always nice to win. But what's scary is it's always coming from behind. We're not going out immediately trying to find the back of the net, you know, inflicting our will. Um, it's always fighting from the from behind, but it's OK. We're winning. And, you know, obviously that's the ultimate thing at the end of the at the end of the match. But it, it was kind of a point that made me take a second and say, yeah, you, you got to make a, you make a point there. And, and <clears throat> I don't know if anybody watched the game uh, against Orange County. <laughs> I looked up and I'm like, why is and, and I didn't see what happened. I'm like, why is Nicky Rock coming out? You know, he's having a great match. And I'm like, really? Powder? OK. And then 17 seconds later, I said to myself, well, that's why Mark's the coach and I'm not. And I think Nicky may have had. Um, a slight injury by the looks of it when I look back on it. Yeah, yeah. I was exactly the same as you. Um, and then looking back, watching watching it back, um, later this week, it, it does look like he come off with an injury. Hopefully it's not serious or whatever, but it does look like that's what it was. 
But regardless, if that was the case, it uh, it paid it, it paid dividends in the end. <laughs> and I think everybody was kind of like, "What? Oh, well, okay, looky there." Uh, so yeah, it obviously it was a momentum changer. The game changed. The whole attitude of the team changed. There was a, uh, you know, Powder, Pino, Artiago. What a group up front now that we have because. You know, even with and I hate I can't pronounce it's felt Feldem Feldenberg felt Feldenberg yeah Feldberg yeah. <laughs> sorry even you know when you look at him you look at what um, look at what we're putting up front in the game compared to last year we had Wild Artiaga maybe yeah. maybe that was the the real heavy attack we had other people but. Now it's almost like, look what we have attacking on the ball. We got Pino, you've got Arteaga, you've got Feldberg, you've got um, oh, 13. I'll get to it. Hang on. Let me look it up. Yeah. You know, and, and you look at these guys and it's like everybody has the ability to score. They've got great footwork. They've got great um they're 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 gelling together as a team and i will give a shout out to my boy justin ingram because yeah. um, watching him play i voted him main of the match because yes pino was incredible everything but when you look at him in the midfield he really starts to set a lot of this up um Beautiful chip into the box. He looked up, you know, it was a little bit deep, but that's okay. Arteaga got to it, recovered it back. Pino heads it in. We got a goal. I mean, it's like, how pretty could that be, right? I mean, yeah. So, yeah, he's he's definitely one of the players that's impressed so far, Ingram. Yeah. And, and um, that's, that seems to be his, his go to pass, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's worked a few times in different matches so yep. far. Yeah, and funny story, he uh he trains my son on Wednesday nights, Tom. Right. So last Wednesday night he goes, Okay, boys, we're gonna do some scissors, let's practice. And they're you know, 13, 14 year olds are doing their scissors and they're doing it okay. And I watched Justin and I'm like, I I was like, Oh my god, do that again. In the back of my mind, watching his feet, how fast they mm-hmm. were moving. I'm like, that's yeah. scary. When you when you see it in that perspective, not on the pitch with other players. But when you see the speed of his footwork, it's absolutely amazing. So, yeah, and we talked about it. And I said, you know, man, you should have been man of the match. And he kind of laughed. He goes, no, I'm just doing my part for the team. But when he said that, I think that starts to translate with everybody now. It's it's team soccer. And what I saw the other day in the Man United game, somebody was talking. One of the announcers made a very good comment. He goes, look. They're not playing as a team anymore. They're playing individual soccer. They're not going to do well. They're basically, they've mailed it in. They know the season's over. They'll try to regroup next year. But if you look at the 11 guys on the pitch, they're playing as 11 people, not as a cohesive team. I kind of translate to what I see with Indy 11, and now they are playing unselfish team soccer. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. In yeah, he, he, it's definitely it's definitely working out that way now. Yeah, no, and as we're starting to get yeah. people starting to get people back from injury, the likes of Artiaga and Nayose, yep. for example. Um, yeah, it's just it's all starting to come together. Yep, and then um, Hack comes in the game. I didn't hear the announcement when he was subbed in. I just heard the crowd go nuts. Yeah, 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, look, and his hair is, you know, he guys his hair in a bun now. So it's like, okay, you just can't readily identify him. But even it, it seems like pressure has been taken off of him. And now he's free to play up and down the pitch as he sees fit. Where I think prior to or in seasons past, a lot of the weight or a lot of the 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 core of the team was kind of placed on his shoulders. So this is good. I, I, I'm excited. Um, beginning of the year, that loud and lost, even the announcers said it. They said, look, for all you Indy 11 fans, don't freak out. This is Mark Lowry soccer. Look back at the last three to four years. His teams have always started out slow, but at the end of the season, they're in the playoffs, they're in the fight, they're peaking. And we're starting, I think we're starting to see that now. Um, you're starting to see the players understand his philosophy of playing up high in the pitch and always attacking and not be so much um, a Rennie ball type of guy, possess, 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 you know, whatever, take your punches and do the best, where now it's attack, 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 own the ball, possess the ball, but possess it with the intention of, of taking the ball up the field. Yeah, and like you say, going back to your earlier point of um, how much firepower we've got up front, I think we we'll forget that we've still got Solomon oh. Asante to come into that mix as well. <laughs> yeah, I forgot, yeah. Two-time MVP, two-time yeah. MVP and everything that he brings. Um, I've heard a couple of weeks out, maybe, before we see him. You got to, yeah, he's got to get his paperwork done, I think, and all that's taken care of and get him in country. But yeah, that'll be, yeah, just adding another, another to steal, to steal a pun for Arteaga, adding another arrow into the quiver. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got another guy up front who can punch it in and, and it's just been, it's been fun to watch. It's the atmosphere has been fun. The Brickyard Battalion has been fun to listen to. Tom, you got to get out here, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, and you're, oh, by the way, your April Fool's joke was spot on, by the way. I know. I feel bad. I no, feel don't bad. ever did, feel bad. I it did. was a good one. I didn't think it would get so much traction. Like I didn't think, and I didn't think whoever was doing the Indy 11 Twitter account would, would share it and retweet it. <laughs> and that, that, I think that may have still been Trey. Well, I'll have to ask him. <laughs> Because I still see him walking around the game, and I still think he's helping the team out here and there. Yeah, I still uh, I've seen him on the TV. Yeah, still yeah. taking pictures and. Yeah, I, I saw him. Uh, I saw him Sunday night. So, yeah, let's go. I mean, let's recap the beginning of the year. Loudon, I, I think we were all kind of surprised because we always saw Loudon as a pushover team that we can just go to Loudon, mail it in, come home with the three points. But I think, um after watching the game and kind of listening to the announcers kind of break down Loudon this year, they are a team, their mentality has changed a little bit with uh, not just being a dumping ground for DC United too, but actually using it as a development type scenario. So you probably had some really good players in that first game, getting ready for MLS. Um, yeah. You know, and, and so we lost one, nothing go to Tampa Bay. I, I don't think the expectations were to go down there and win. I think the expect it would have been nice to have a draw, at least get a result. Um, but it is what it is. Two nothing. Okay, we write it off. Then 
Louisville. I don't care what, who, what, where, why, when every Indy 11 player gets pumped up for this game. And I, you know, it sounds cliche. They circle it on the schedule and they say, yeah, this is the one we got to go give it the all. And I don't know if it was where they had the mics placed, Tom. Did you see it on TV? Yeah, you, I did, yeah. you could hear Mark yelling. Yeah, you could. Yeah, but he was. It was. It was encouraging. He was firing up the team. He was. You know. You know. All oh, good job, boys. It was constant. Blah blah blah. L.A. Galaxy two. I was kind of hoping that would have been a win. That game, um, was stolen from us, in my opinion. I thought Nikki Law was going to rip off the AR's head. Yeah, <laughs> I heard the conversation. Um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't pretty. And, and, you know, he looked and he, you know, anyway, long story short, we equalized. We came out with the result. RGV. Yep. Good, good win. Solid win over Atlanta United, too. I thought that one was going to be a difficult, scrappy game in itself. Um, scratched out a win there. Orange County. Um they just kind of fell off. They're not in a very good place right now, but we beat them and it was always nice to, to, you know, have that win. Um, but we're in six, we're currently in sixth place, which is good. Yeah. Considering like say at the start, losing the first two games, um, and not, not winning in the first few games either. Cause say the, the home opener was a draw. Um, so yeah, considering the start, the first three four games um, to be sitting six on eleven points is is not bad at all. Yeah, because in June, if we look here in the upcoming schedules, we got Hartford. We go to Memphis. That's going to be tough. That is going to be a battle. Um, New York Red Bulls at home probably should be a win. Um, New Mexico United should be a win. Charleston Battery away. Miami away. Switchbacks, which they scare me. San yeah. Diego scares me. They're a decent team. That's going to be a tough run in June. But I will tell you, guess what they're coming back to at the end of June? A new pitch. Oh, really? Yeah, Tommy. That's why they left for the month of June. That's why they're gone the whole month. Uh, the mic is getting resurfaced. Oh, it's about time, I suppose. <laughs> huh? Nobody tell Martin Rennie that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, it's, yeah, a, um, it's, it's funny. No, I, yeah, because I was talking to somebody and they're like, yeah, we're getting a new pitch in June. And then I asked Justin and he confirmed it. So, yeah, so June, um, you've never been there, Tom. So let me explain how it is on that field. You can see it, but when you walk on the pitch itself, there's absolutely nothing underneath it for padding. And the turf probably hasn't been brushed in years. So it's this flat. Yeah. Um, Justin was telling me the ball bounces funny. It comes off at weird angles. It skips. It's going to be nice to have some new turf down for these guys. Yeah. It, I'm in two minds as to whether I want them to replace it now because they've yeah. started playing well. They've started playing well. So as True. much as as much as Justin says all of them things, um, we're kind of we're kind of on a streak at the minute. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that's well, you know, that's could that yeah. So if we go tank it in July, we can blame it on the pitch. Yeah. I think that that'll be adequate. <clears throat> then we got Miami in July. Um 
Pittsburgh River Hounds away. That's going to be another tough one, I believe. Detroit City, which, wow, you know, what are they in second, third place? Yeah, they've started well, yeah. That started well. Then uh, New York Red Bulls away, which hopefully should be good to go. Memphis 901 here, Tampa Bay here, Pittsburgh here in August. And the one that I think everybody has circled is August 27th. It'll be Jordan Furr's homecoming. Um, even though he's not a player anymore, I am so happy for that dude and what is going on in San Antonio. Yeah. He's out, he's out there killing it. Play Save of the week twice in a row, I think. And then he made the USL team this last week with uh, Stefan Pino. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And then, you know, let's let's talk about that. The team of the week last year. Did we have anybody? I don't think we had anybody. Team of the week. Uh, I think. Maybe Jordan? Uh, yeah. Um, and maybe it's Nicky Law at one point. Um, yeah. But now it's almost becoming expected. Nicky, Stefan, Pino. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, these guys are, you know, even Nicky, you can see the excitement on his face playing up high versus, you know, when he was kind of relegated deep. Um his ability to create stuff is just amazing. Yeah, I thought he was excellent in the um, in the Atlanta United two game. Yeah, especially especially, and then um, as you see, he got took off against Orange County. But yeah, the Atlanta United two game, I thought he was excellent. Yep, and even though <clears throat> you know having a Jose out there, he, he's the kind of guy. Regardless, he doesn't get flustered. Period. He just plays his game. He goes out there and he does his thing. And, and it's just interesting to watch him because he's so calm out there. Doesn't get excited. Doesn't get riled up about too much. A Jose is a Jose is a Jose. So you know exactly what you're getting when he steps on the pitch. Um, you know, obviously I'd like to see Carl get out there and get some time in. Um, AJ's been solid as a center back, as always. Um very vocal, very physical, which we, we obviously we need. Elliot, I, I like him as a goalkeeper. I really do. He has some distribution issues, but I think we can we can fix that. Yeah. Um, sometimes his, not as far as, you know, rolling the ball, throwing the ball, those distributions seem to be spot on, but sometimes his punts and his side volleys get a little bit away from him. As we've all seen. I mean, I'm not, I'm not making it up folks. You can watch the film and, He's launched a few out of bounds. So over the, you know, over the touchline. So yeah. other than that, I mean, I think we're well rounded as a team. We've got Tim as a backup keeper. I think he's ready to go. Andy's excited about his abilities. It's just, I'm telling you, Tom, it's, it's a different atmosphere. You don't, obviously you don't know it being in England, but even walking into the mic, the atmosphere is different than it was last year. You can yeah, you, you can. I mean, yeah, see, I'm, I'm over here watching watching every game on the TV, but um, yeah, you can definitely, it comes across. Oh, it does. Okay. I just want to know if you can tell the difference over there watching it on TV. I mean, there's oh, no, definitely... you definitely can. Yeah. Yeah. The way the team's playing, um, the way the team's playing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good to know because, um, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's different and it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable to watch now. It's it's fun to watch this team. It's fun to watch. And you know what's really 
you don't see this because when the broadcast is over, you're you're basically done, Tom. After every game, and you know the boys go to the brickyard and they sell the break. Coach goes over there. I see Coach Lowry just walking around the stadium with his kids. Right. Just walking around, talking to people, just having yeah. conversations with people. And it's absolutely amazing because you didn't see that with the last two coaches. They would get off the field and go do whatever. These guys are out hanging around, talking to everybody. And that's incredible. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's incredible. I walked off against the uh, Atlanta United. Me and my son were grabbing our camera gear. We're getting ready to get out. I look up and there's Mark talking to some guy with his daughters. We walked by. We're like, good game, coach. Oh, thanks. And I'm just like, wow, that's my son's like, was that? You know, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of weird, but not weird in a bad way, but good you know the, the the fans love it and yeah it's just it's the team the players hang out more they don't want to disappear into the locker room it's it's pretty cool but a long time yeah. coming too <laughs> yeah the the people that i spoke to um when when we first hired mark as the new coach i uh-huh. spoke to um somebody on the el paso um podcast I, I can't think of the name of it now it escapes me escapes me but um i spoke to them and they said yeah he's a very uh family orientated guy uh always got time for the for the fans and stuff like that so that doesn't surprise us oh that's good yeah doesn't surprise yeah because he was just out i mean literally just out walking around just yeah like <laughs> almost like does somebody want to talk to me? I mean, no, you know what I mean? It's like he's walking around looking for people to engage with. And, you know, so. So, yeah, I mean, the nice thing is they'll get a new pitch. There's been no there's been nothing leaked, nothing said about a new stadium. Again, uh, what's interesting is. All of the property downtown is being scooped up left and right. And I'm afraid that if they don't scoop up something in a hurry. It's going to be, it'll be interesting to say the least. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be fun to watch. If something even transpires this year, who knows? Yeah. It's all gone far too quiet on that front. Yeah. And the bad thing (laughs) is the state is giving them money, Tom. So the state of Indiana approved money for them out of the state budget. Right. So it's not like Ursaw's writing the complete check. Yeah. So uh, it's just kind of weird. And obviously the real estate market, it's not getting any better. And I, I honestly thought there's some prime location across from where our zoo is, where you can see Lucas Oil, you can see the baseball field, you can see downtown Indianapolis about half a mile away. And it was enough space to build a pitch almost to the point of a Lynn family stadium type atmosphere um, would have been a beautiful facility, but it was sold to uh, Eli Lilly, the drug manufacturer, and they're building one of their animal um, animal pharmaceutical headquarters on the, on the location. And I'm like, God, geez, that would have been primo location. So stay tuned, I guess, folks, to see whatever comes of whatever comes of that. Um, What do you want to talk about? Talk about your boys, Newcastle. They're doing okay. <laughs> yeah, not doing too bad. Uh, going for the seventh win at home. Nice. Um, seven straight wins tomorrow. No, but it's, no it is fear against of relegation. 
right? No, nah, not anymore. No. Nah. Uh, against Liverpool, but so- yeah, it was seven, <laughs> seven wins. Uh, it's possible seven wins tomorrow. We'll see. Good. I, I, I'm a Liverpool fan, so good luck. <laughs> it's funny i belong to a facebook group here it's called like football funny memes or something right um, and it's like every day the other one they had the other day they had a picture up of allison sitting in goal smoking a cigarette and they said picture of allison against man united and he's sitting there smoking a cigarette. You know, somebody photoshopped a cigarette in his mouth yeah. and then they said allison versus the team they just played it skips me but it's got him there with a cigarette and a barbecue grill cooking food <laughs> i think you'd be a little bit busier tomorrow yeah yeah no it's funny and then they showed uh there was one of them they showed like the starting lineup for uh i think it was liverpool and they had mcguire up at the uh six they put mcguire's picture in so i'm like wow they, they're ruthless <laughs> so, yeah that poor guy yeah geez so yeah it's a strange one with him it, yeah it is i mean but life lesson he's still playing still getting paid so you know yeah but, it's uh, really weird he, he puts on an england shirt and he's he's one of the best <laughs> central defenders in the world but when he puts a man united shirt on it's just don't know what yeah, happens it's, it's yeah. like, <laughs> i know it's like yeah a tale of two people yeah, yeah so funny so what's on the agenda for you, Tom, besides obviously the Newcastle fandom, watching some more Indy 11, family doing good? Yeah, family doing good, yeah. Somebody had a birthday um, recently? Um, you yeah, were celebrating me, something. Uh, my wife, yeah, my wife had a birthday in April. Awesome. Uh, 20th. Um, and yeah. 20th Oftest. birthday or the April 20th? No, it was April 20th. Yeah, <laughs> no, <I'm teasing>. yeah. <laughs> and you guys, did you guys just have an anniversary too? Um, no. Okay. No, no, no. I think that was just a memory thing. That oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah. Gotcha. Off, so. to, off to Spain in two weeks for a family holiday. Oh, very nice. Enjoy. So get some okay. hot weather. <laughs> Maybe ask a Jose for some tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jose, if you're listening, hit up Tom. Give him some vacation tips. Yeah, you're going for, what, two weeks? Yeah, two weeks, yeah. Enjoy. Have a good time. So you won't be available for the show, but that's fine. We will we will manage without you, and I'm jealous. So enjoy yourself. Now, how do you guys fly to Spain? I'm assuming, yes? Yes, yeah. How far yeah. away is it flight-wise to give some perspective um, to folks in the U.S.? So from here, flight to Spain, it's about two hours, two hours, 45 minutes. Okay, so for those so, of you in the U.S. listening, it's relative to us flying to Florida. Yeah, I've okay. heard that, yeah. Okay, so because you always hear, you know, not being funny, but some people in the U.S. don't understand Europe is not like this humongous country like the U.S. is. I was stationed there, so I kind of get it when I was in the Army. But when people say I'm going on vacation to Spain from England, people are like, ooh, but it's really nothing more than like us going on spring break to Florida distance wise. Yeah. It's not that, it's not that long on the plane. Okay. Really. Gotcha. So even though you're traveling to a different country, it would be relative to us in Indiana going to Florida for spring break distance wise. Makes sense. Yeah. Just want to let people know, just kind of giving people <laughs> perspective. You're all probably yell at me and say, we already know that, but whatever. Um, rocking the rice, Indiana's mountain keeps trying to get my boy up in the capo stand. 
<laughs> no, seriously, Tom, every match. Come on, tell Tim to come up here. My son, even though he's a goalkeeper and he can be loud on the field, off the field, he's just kind of like doing his thing, has no desire to get up in the stand. And Jonathan keeps telling him, I'm going to grab you next match. You're coming up here with me. So that should be interesting if it ever happens. Tim's like, I don't want to go up there, Dad. I said, well, just tell him you don't want to go, bud. I said, but I think you'd have a good time. He's like, well, you know, so that who knows? Yeah, give it a try. That's what I told him. Give it a try. If you don't like it, at least you said you could do it. I mean, but it's been uh, it's been pretty cool to team and, and you know, be Brickyard Battalion. And as I get to see more and more of them, embracing them more and more and the embrace they give to us, they support us. They love what we're doing. Um, I do need to reach out to remember I sent you that message. Um, the El Paso was it the El Paso guy? We need to get that one under going too. He wants us on his show. Right. Which will be nice. That'll be good for that'll be good for us to talk to him too. So, but yeah, it'd be interesting. But Jordan's doing well. Uh, Bobby's doing well, even though he's not playing. Obviously, coaching has been right in his wheelhouse and he's really enjoying it. Um, yeah, I just can't wait to see this upcoming season. What's what's gonna happen? It's it's exciting times. No more weekly here we go again podcast. <laughs> Those weren't <laughs> fun. I mean, they were painful because it was sent it tended to be the same thing over and over and over. It was just like, guys, we gotta get out of this rut. Um, do we know where the last coach went? Where he ended up? Anybody know? Um, as far as I know, he's doing um he's doing his coaching badges. Um, I think he's back in I think he may be back over in England somewhere. Gotcha. Um, I did have him on, on Twitter somewhere, and I'm sure I've seen it. Oh, you know who we need to get on the show, speaking of? You see where Ooh. Owen went, right? Yes, yes, did I did. Did you see that? That's yeah, it. That was incredible. I follow, I follow them, uh, the Hailstorm on Twitter as yeah. well. So, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I put the comment up. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Amon. Owen, both come on this podcast. Now they're coaching together. Coincidence? You know? Yeah. You can thank yeah. us for that marriage. No, but that was uh, that was an epic move to bring him. And he's happy. I, it sounds like he's pretty happy to be going. Yeah, they've uh, so. they've not actually started the season too badly either. Yeah. Uh, so. For their for their first season, ever, the first ever season of that franchise. Yeah, um, they're doing well. And they're not doing too bad in the U.S. Open Cup either. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing better than we are <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yep so it's been uh it's been fun i mean i hope you're enjoying the podcast i hope i mean i thank you immensely for doing this with me i can't yeah no can't problem. do it by myself oh i did talk to greg rakestraw by the way and yep he's like let me know he'll come back on the show um because obviously we had brad on the show so we got to have greg yeah, that's the pattern. So. We need to get them on together. That's what we need to do. Yeah, you, that would be And good, then you yeah. and I can just sit back and listen to them banter. Yeah. Because they are, uh, they are special. Those guys are some special folks. And Indy 11 fans, I don't know if you realize it or not, but we've got something special in Greg and Brad. It was funny. Did you watch the, did you watch the Orange County game back at all? No, I didn't watch. Because. Oh, um, I did. Hear in, the, I, go ahead. In the build, in the build up to. Um, the second goal, I think it was. Brad was speaking Danish. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. And Brad, and I heard Greg say, "I have no idea what you're talking about." 
Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, he was speaking Danish. Um, <laughs> I, it, still never, he still never got around to actually what he was saying in Danish because obviously the goal happened. So it kind of just went off track. But yeah, that was rather okay. funny. I heard that part because I'm sitting there going, what is he saying? And Greg even said it. I don't know what you're saying, Brad. And then they scored. Yeah. Yeah. That was too fun. I'll have to reach out to Brad and say, Brad, can you break this down for what you were saying? Because was Feldberg in the game? Yes. Yeah, yeah he was. So I maybe- think, um, yeah, it was something to do with, um, yeah, it was something to do with Feldberg. Um, and I think one of the players on Orange County was also Danish or something like that. Oh, um, so, okay. yeah. And was- obviously, um, Brad being able to speak Danish, so kind of... Uh, Shocking. Greg, Hello. Greg, Greg roped him into speaking Danish a little bit, and it actually worked because we scored straight after. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> so, so I guess we should start a petition. Every game when Feldberg comes on, Brad needs to speak Danish. So we score. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually what Greg said. Um, you have to speak, uh, more, speak more Danish during the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes but yeah well i did hear that part of it now that you say that because i even scratched my head going what is he talking about now i'm like oh, okay because somebody told me oh we saw you on tv i'm like what and they're like yeah on the second goal you were in this head i was just taking some pictures but i'm like oh okay gotcha well tom let me let me stop recording here I don't know about you, but I sounded really good in these headphones. 